Congratulations on Darren Sproles coming back, Tim. I know, right? I am so hyped. Very excited. Age 36. <laughs> you have to like carry him off the field anytime he gets tackled, but he'll be out there. Worth it. I, I agree. He's <laughs> probably our second best running back still. So I've got questions for one. Uh, I'll do. I'll do two or. Th- or do you okay. want to do two or do you want to do three? Okay. All right, I'll do two. All right. There you are. No one ever asks what I want to do. Tim, which round of questions would you like to read? What is, two. What, what two, is okay. Welcome to Brose, the car that picks you up. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in Rose. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hey, guys. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey. What? Hey. Across from us, reporting live from um, Austin, Texas, at South by Southwest, which is happening right now. Um, Tim Hanson. <laughs> Why was there a question mark? Hanson. <laughs> it feels Howdy like it's y'all. been four years since we taped the show. So yeah, that's it's been a long time. It's been a very long time. It's good to be back, guys. And it's been about a month and a half. It has, months. and uh, and we we brought with us a very special guest, guys, um, coming to us. Uh, direct from the mean streets of Westchester, Pennsylvania. Very mean. Vince Guido, what's going on? Not much. How I, you doing? I'm, we're doing all right, man. Nice to be here. It's it's a pleasure to have you here back in the Brose Studios. Um, so Vince uh, is helping us out because Sean, uh, Sean, I, I'm again <laughs> staggering that you are here. You're currently out on fraternity leave, <laughs> oh, yeah. and uh, and and honestly, how are, how are things? How's everything going? Uh, it's going pretty well. It's going a lot better than uh, I thought it was going to go. Okay, I'm getting a decent amount of sleep. I wake up maybe once a night at like four fifteen, mm-hmm. and then I get to sleep again until like ten. So yeah. you know, it's not it's not a full night of sleep, but it's yeah. Far better than a lot of the horror stories. You're getting that like I was, a chunk, a REM cycle each. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, every couple of hours. Yeah, so. yeah. So I get to have one real solid anxiety dream before I bolt up like "Don't wake Daddy" to make sure she's breathing. <laughs> <laughs> the freaking like kerchief, and the yeah. hat, and everything. Yeah. Like. I mean, I, it is weird that I wear my uh, my nightshirt every single night. Yeah. The same one. The my, same. my striped nightshirt. Same one. And my yellow cap. My, I yeah. just I love the. Don't wake daddy call back. That's that's uh, is Jacob's like, like tiptoeing around like, in the middle yeah. of the night. Um so so everything is good. How has uh what is the day to day like for you? Um it is a lot of watching TV and yeah. playing video games and then okay. holding the baby. So it's it is i I'm doing a lot of the housework now because Mary's kinda like tethered to the baby since she is the primary food source. Uh and so I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to keep everything mm-hmm. else running well yeah you know how long did it take like was there a period of time that the baby thought that you might also be a food source and then got disappointed yeah so Uh. there's been a lot less (laughs) we've also gotten better there's been a lot less rooting on me like her searching for for boob when she's on man i'm like excuse you that's rude first of all uh filing hr against her (laughs) but like i i think we've gotten better about figuring out when she's fussy versus when she's hungry and Mm -hmm. so it's more just like she's hungry here you Mm -hmm. go that's awesome. Hand her off. Great. And Any- how much heavy metal music have you listened so to? So fucking her? much. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so I don't know why, but her it, it the one of, when she's like inconsolable, one of the only things that will get her to calm down is metal, and it's like she'll get like a minute and a half into Blood and Thunder by Mastodon and pass out. <laughs> it's so funny every time. We have a playlist uh, called Alice's Playlist that's just it's like Mastodon. And then rain and blood, <laughs> <laughs> and she, she fucking loves it. Yeah, Mary hates it. I'm, I'm all about it. But. You get like some like 16 year old boys like messaging you. Through I saw Alice. I saw your playlist. Would love to talk to you more. <laughs> I'm just getting the complete wrong idea. You guys are killing the parenting job. Straight up. Yeah, Absolutely get, killing it. I get in my glider, the glider, rock back and forth, and listen to some like fucking Metallica. That's great. Man. It's dope. That's I mean, awesome. it's funny though. It, yeah. it is. It never. It's just. It's so funny. That she just a minute. It's like a minute in any song that's like has that. It has to have that kind of like atonal screaming okay. most of the time. So it was like bludgeons her to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's great. Well, I'm I'm very happy that you're here. The guy that we're we're very happy to have you back on the Brose podcast. Uh, yeah. the, the show that you started. Uh, and 
and like, as much, long as you can stay, great. Um, you know, obviously, again, where you're, you've got your benefits, you're on broternity mm-hmm. leave, um, so you're not required to be here. But you know, of course, if you want to, you know, continue to leave the show at a certain point for bonding, you know, that's also fine. Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Um, so, welcome again to the Brose Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and like. Pretty much ever, probably also on Alex's Alice's heavy metal playlist is like they slide in an episode of Brose, <laughs> and that really does the trick. Yeah. If if, uh, if Leviathan doesn't do it, Brose will, um, because the premise of this show see, is that what the bell's for? The bell, the okay. bell is to remind you to take a drink every time I use the word premise. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So uh, the yeah because I, I say it way too much because every time I talk about yeah I say the word premise it's the premise of a, a new lot. game because um because the premise of the show and now i'm done is to answer questions from you the audience about life the universe and everything all while enjoying delicious delicious pink rosé you you would know this vince if you listened yeah um speaking of which vince (laughs) so you were on the show before i was you were and uh it went surprisingly well uh no damages very few injuries um but you know just one session really isn't enough to like fully get a grasp of, of who you are as a person. As, as people have discovered over Jesus the course of, Christ. you know, however many 45 <laughs> episodes or so that we're in at this point, um, they've learned a lot about us. And it's simply not, it's not fair to you, really, to not have this kind of information available to the listeners so they have an idea of your personality. So I figured we could just do another round of, of Know Your Bro uh, and uh, just see if we, you know, peel back a few more layers of the Vince Guy to Onion. The first round went so good, it, I Wait. Well, I, again, I solicited questions from the audience to ask you, and uh, so here the we go. The audience or yourself? Uh, Vince, I, I can't hear you. The music's playing. <laughs> um, so the first question uh, from our, our listeners, uh, this is from Jif Choosy, again, a great listener. Uh, we heard that a few of the hosts ran a savage race recently. Uh, did any of you manage to complete the inclined monkey bars challenge? Yes, I did. Did you? I did. You're right, you did. Congratulations. <laughs> I hulked out once I jumped off at the end because I was full of adrenaline. Yeah, you pulled it off. They were like you and Evan were the only ones that were able only that were able to do it. Um, so congratulations to you. It's a, it's a monumental feat. Thank you, man. I did it. I don't think I actually fully completed any of the other obstacles, but I did that. One. Well, it's interesting because the second question is: We heard that a few of the hosts recently ran Savage Race. <laughs> did any of you complete completely wuss out on jumping into the ice bath or taking the 15 foot pool jump? I hope not, because the people who bailed on those obstacles are complete garbage. And that was sent in by Vince Guy to Senior, actually. Okay, so, <laughs> so the ice bath, I almost went into shock when we did Tough Mudder, so I was like, yeah, I don't need to do that again. Yeah, and then the the jumping into the pool, mm-hmm. I'm not jumping into a mud pool that I can't see the bottom with four screws in my ankle. Mm, well, he's 15 feet deep. I mean, that's what they say, but <laughs> that's what they in quotes want you to believe. I can't see the bottom, so you know what? For my own personal safety, okay. I did not. This, this third one is not a, a question, but it was actually a, a, an invoice we received. It said, Vince, you owe me $25, and it's from someone named uh, Cinnamon Mercedes from Atlantic City. Um, any, any ideas on this one? I don't know who that is. Hmm. Uh, well, he, he, Cinnamon seems to know a lot about you, is all I'm going to say. Cinnamon? Yeah. <laughs> I know uh, a ginger Mercedes. There you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this next guest question comes from a high-end Russ. Uh, would you ever consider eating a food that isn't Doritos? <laughs> Uh, this actually sounds like a question from High and Russ. Yeah. Actually, um, yes, I would. Okay. What, what would it have to be? Fritos. Would it have to be covered in? <laughs> <laughs> it has to rhyme, obviously. Yeah. All right. What, what about cucumbers? I love cucumbers. Would it have to be cucumbers, cucumbers covered cucumbers. in like Cooler Ranch uh, <laughs> Cheeto sauce? Oh, yeah. Ew, no. I don't like Cooler Ranch. <laughs> Uh, and the That's la- a blasphemous, but okay. <laughs> we'll just blow on by that, I guess. Uh, and the last question is, Vince, stock truck is coming early this week. Can you please arrive at 1 a.m. the day after your late night to make sure our store brand nuts are stocked and ready? And that's from CEO Larry uh, Merlo of, of CBS Pharmacy. Yeah, Larry Merlo can go fuck us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not yeah, great for your upward mobility, right to the Vince. CEO. <laughs> All right. And that's, uh, that's Know Your Bro. So uh, thanks again, Vince, for, for agreeing to, 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 to reveal yourself a little bit more to the listeners. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Um, before we get to the questions, the questions that people actually submitted to the show, uh, let's talk about the wines or the beverages that we're drinking. Because to my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten is consuming something that's not wine because this is the official birthday session of Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hey, I'm going to be 31, guys. 31 freaking years old. Hey, so what are you drinking matter. to celebrate? All right. So in a normal brosé fashion on your birthday session, we drink not wine whatever or you just want. whatever you want. I'm... Born and raised a beer guy. 
And when I went, when I, when I had, when I was diagnosed with celiac, I lost the ability to drink beer. But I found one really good uh, gluten-free beer called Newgrist. So I bought myself a six-pack for that tonight. All right. I don't know how many. I'm probably only going to drink like two or three. Mm-hmm. Not all six. But um, I'm drinking Newgrist. It is a Pilsner-style beer from um, Lakefront Brewery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. There are no uh, tasting notes on any of these bottles. As yeah, as as beers do. <laughs> so I got some gluten-free fun facts for you guys. Okay. Oh. Gluten-free fun facts. Like about beer or just being uh, gluten-free in uh, general? Uh, gluten-free beer okay. fun facts. Okay. Sorry, I didn't I didn't phrase that right. So uh. I'll start with the uh, most ridiculous one. Okay. Uh, German beer has been produced from only hops, malt, yeast, and water. And thanks to old German purity law, or Reistengenbot, uh, in, in place in uh, Bavaria since 1516, and the conservative character of German brewers, it is not likely to change anytime soon. Meaning, my gluten-free, no wheat, no barley beer, mm-hmm. technically is not a beer in German standards. They don't uh, accept it. Uh, they do not accept it. This is technically more like a sake. It's a rice. It's blasphemy. Oh, it's, it's rice based. Okay. I was going to ask how they make gluten free beer because it seems like wheat is like the main it's thing. It's the thing. Well, yeah. It's it's uh water, rice, sorghum, which is a a, a, a grain, and mm. hops and yeast. Okay. So nice. just no wheat, no barley. So technically, at Oktoberfest, this isn't allowed. Weird. But you can drink wine at Oktoberfest. Okay, so well, there you, got go. you got your out. Yeah. Yeah. Germans have really good Rieslings. Just, okay. Just throwing that out there. Okay, <laughs> well, well. That's great. Once yeah. we run so, out of rosé. Yeah, once we run out. If you ever need a wine, get a German Riesling. All right. Good. Vince, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking uh, Rosatello. Okay. Um, product of Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. From Italian vineyards comes Rossatello Rosé, offering refreshing sweet notes of ripe strawberries and fresh, juicy cherries. Juicy. Mm, it's good. I like okay. it. Solid? I like, I like sweet wines. Okay. So it's a really good sweet. Nice. Excellent. Tim, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Mimi from the Côte de Provence. There are no tasting notes, but uh, are you also? <laughs> I'm also drinking Mimi. <laughs> Should I go grab another bottle? <laughs> yeah, I need you to dump that whole bottle straight <laughs> down the toilet. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Tim. <laughs> uh, it's from Cote de Provence. There are no tasting notes. Uh, for the lightness of color, I'm surprised in how uh, robust the flavor is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it tastes similar to like the Pinot Noir kind of wines that we tend to uh, tend to enjoy more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I give it a Braveridge at this point. Braveridge, okay. All right, you should you should piggybacking off that matt you should uh well i'm drinking mimi uh in provence. uh it's a Cote de provence rose and and, and w- honestly what i think about it is i'm surprised it's robust flavor um you know and uh it, it's very you know, tim you might appreciate this it's very similar to those pinot noir roses that, that, that you and i seem to, to drift towards um but overall at this point you know at best i'd say it's, it's braveridge maybe um so it, it's treating me just fine um, I like the little glass uh, lid on it, which threw me oh, off. Yeah, for a that's while. awesome. Because I thought it was a screw top, and it's actually just—it's just like a cork. So nice. cool. that's actually why I bought this one because like five, not even whatever episode sessions or whatever ago, I had one where my video wasn't working. And I kept describing it as a glass butt plug. And I'm, <laughs> so that's entirely why I bought this one. I thought we were kind of picking up like a bad frequency, like we had like, the wrong the wrong Skype call or something. Uh, and Sean, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking, I think, our first canned rosé. I think we are. Yeah. Uh, Archer Russe, which is a 2017 from Provence, France. Uh, and the tasting notes are splendory without snobbery, sourced from a sustainable winery in Luberon in the heart of Provence. This delectable blend is the answer to your rosé all-day fantasies. Mm-hmm. Cheers to looking at the world through the glass through glasses of rosé. Wow. Uh, it's a Grenache, Syrah, and Vermentino. Grenache. Um, and it is, it's good. Uh, it doesn't have, it's it's a little bit metallic, which is, you know. It's in an aluminum can. Yeah. You, it's yeah. the same thing with beer. But it's good. I mean, I would, we have had this before at parties and things. Mm-hmm. And it's good. It's, yeah. it's worth, it's worth trying. It is a 
big risk as I've found with the canned wines yeah. because like you can go real we we've had some real bad canned wines. I'm not gonna say any names because potential sponsors. Mm-hmm. But um but uh <laughs> you know it has some real bad ones and Archer Roos is, is certainly not on the the, the yeah. lower end of the it's scale. Solid. Yeah. It's 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 a uh, Bravage to above Bravage. Yeah. So I have here in my It's hand. also thirteen percent, which is Ooh. Dope. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> and I think if you drink like a four pack, they sell them in four packs, and it's not like four cans to a bottle. It's like four cans to like a bottle and a third. Yeah. So yeah. They, they tack on that extra. Um, so I have here in my hand an envelope of questions. Uh, there are eight questions in this envelope, so we got to get moving. Um, but first, uh, a message from the back. Sean's dumb, uh, which is written on the back, signed Jacob A. Sutherland, 2019. <laughs> At least he stands by his quotes. Yeah. Hot takes. And he's, and he's dating too, so you can go back and be like, I remember. In 2019, <laughs> you said that I was dumb. Yeah. Well, guess what? And guess what? Your 529 is mysteriously empty. <laughs> um, so the first question. Uh, the aforementioned Jacob Sutherland has started us off on the right note. What would your Madden grade be for Lamar Jackson? Oh, my God. Also, <laughs> what are your thoughts on him? And I have a Bam, request. Mabin, Can uh, Sean go last on his thoughts in Madden grade? <laughs> I veto wow. this question. Okay, so uh, as, 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 a, as a kind of, to, to put context to the question, Jacob and I had a pretty heated debate about Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say because yeah. he wanted me to go last. So I, I will, even though he called me dumb, I will honor his <laughs> so, request. So Lamar Jackson, for for anyone who might not know, he's the, he's now the starting quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. He took over last year for uh, the unibrow Joe Flacco, uh, <laughs> and he is a decidedly different quarterback. Whereas Flacco was basically a statue in the pocket and had a huge arm. Lamar Jackson's a, a very mobile quarterback um, with. At this point in his career, a suspect uh, throwing arm, but with a, with a ton of potential. So, the first game I saw Jackson play, um, when like he first came in and everything and started, I I just got the inkling that he was going to be RG three, like two point mm. and he's going to have like two good years. He's going to get hurt. He's mm-hmm. going to try to come back, and then he's just going to be a no name backup for like the next five years after that. Sure. That was your initial that, thought. Is that still I mean, what you think? That's still what I think. After watching him play throughout the rest of the last season, mm-hmm. that that's kind of cemented my viewpoint. I, I don't d- think he's going to be good. I think the pro- I, I disagree on this point because the RG3 thing, so Robert Griffin had a phenomenal rookie year and then hurt his knee at the end of the year. And because he played for the the Washington uh, professional football team. The Breadsticks. The Breadsticks. uh, The racist names. Um, (laughs) Because he plays for that organization, which is defined, if not by its its racist team name, then by its complete hilarious uh, lack of organization and uh, complete, I'm I'm coming up with the wrong word, uh, institutional wrongdoing. Um, He got screwed. They tried to put him back into a playoff game where he was clearly injured beyond mm. the point of being able to play. And it happened because it's the Redskins. Excuse me. Um, the Breadsticks. So, uh, <laughs> because I don't think that's going to be the case because I think uh, John Harborough is a much better coach and I don't think the Ravens are going to allow that to happen. Um, I think he is fine because I they tailored his entire offense to him being Vindicated. able to run the ball. Vindicated. He, he has a ton of talent. I would love to see him be really good, but I don't think he's as good as Baker Mayfield. Um, I don't think uh, from other quarterbacks in that class, I think he's better than Josh Allen um, on the on the Bills, who I think was drafted in that same class. Um, but I'm going to disagree with you there. You think he's not as good as Josh Allen? <laughs> Oh, dude. All right. All right. This isn't hot takes. Let's kick it to somebody else. Uh, Rich, do you have any thoughts on Lamar Jackson, quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens? Um, He is not an eagle, nor is he a Super Bowl winner, so I have no idea who he is. Well, not yet. I mean, after he rattles off like six in a row. Uh, All right. So, Sean, you have a lukewarm. Tim, I'm assuming that by, by abstaining, you are okay with me going right to Sean on this. I mean, I recognize two of the names you guys have mentioned, so yeah, I Fair. give zero fucks. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> you, so, you know somebody named Lamar and someone else named Jackson? <laughs> no, I know who RG3 oh, okay, is and right. uh, Lamar Jackson. I know who he is. I okay. just... That, yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, so right. my take on him was similar to both of yours, is that he is a fine quarterback, and mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. He's made... And 
uh, Jacob was trying to say, like, he was like, he's great. Mm-hmm. He's, <laughs> I won't say who he's better than because he was just objectively wrong. Oh God! But like, <laughs> it's it's he he's doing he's he is a child and is doing that child thing when you're like I like this person like mm-hmm. the same way he got behind the Patriots with full force of his personality. Sure, he's gotten behind Lamar Jackson because mm-hmm. it's a new guy. He's young and it's kind of mm-hmm. a goodish story. Yeah, but like the dude is just fine yeah. and i don't and he was he was trying to compare him to michael vick and i was like nah, man. No, yeah no. and i was like they might no. be similar in terms of their foot speed but michael mm-hmm. vick had a fucking cannon yeah. and uh lamar jackson does not yeah uh, and his again his arm is fine yeah and so yes so i think i i think i said he would probably be in like uh, in madden like in the upper 70s maybe his, mm-hmm. and just fine yeah as far as starting quarterbacks in the nfl go i feel my personal opinion is he's not top 15 and he might not even be top 20 yeah i think that's about right mm-hmm. like i think right in the middle of the pack like the, the prime meridian of quarterbacks is like you know <laughs> fine like if you have him great like he's got a lot of upside you know he's he's objectively better than joe flacco right now yeah. um as far as what he brings to an offense he will be a great fantasy football quarterback because he will pick up a ton of yards on the ground mm-hmm. so you've sort of got like a high floor with him but yeah. you know yeah well and especially looking at the ravens he's definitely he's not the quarterback of the future he's the quarterback stopgap between flacco and whoever else ends up being their long term i don't know i think they, they like him a lot though. i know but i like if he's like, if we're all agreeing that he's not that good, like, how sure. long is he going to be starting yeah. for him? Do you, do you have any idea how long Andy Dalton's been the starter of the Cincinnati Bengals? <laughs> he's, yeah, but who cares about the Bengals? Yeah, but see, I mean, no one, but... Yeah. Cincinnati. There's a lot of other problems. You know? <laughs> There's a lot of other problems with the Bengals other than Andy Dalton. Fair. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, they, they, they will give this guy, unless he, like, completely turn, like, the, the pump, he turns into a pumpkin within the next year or two. I, I think they're gonna. They're probably gonna sign him to another contract at some point. He played mm-hmm. well enough last year. I think that they will. But that's yeah. I don't know. That's valid. Yeah. Uh, and Madden great. I'd give him like an eighty. Like I think he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. He's not <laughs> he's as good fine. as Carson Wentz. Which, by the way, <laughs> speaking of Madden ratings, I did see that Carson Wentz is rated an eighty-two, which is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely inacceptable. That's, that's Bullshit. definitely based off of last year. Which I mean, I can't really fault Madden for his, that. His numbers were fine last year. Like they were better than his numbers were fine. But if you watched him play, he did not. They put him behind good. Jared Goff. <laughs> you saw Jared Goff in the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> well, Madden, I, okay. Full disclosure: I don't play Madden or yeah. really any other sports games. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Madden adjust their ratings throughout the season? They do. They do. Yes, they do. Okay. So, so it's yeah. possible that it so he can go anything. from an eighty-two to like a ninety-five. Yeah, he could. Okay. If when he wins the MVP. Yeah. All right. So the next question is: As a child, did you ever do something wrong but managed to have a sibling take the blame? Hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I definitely know that's a fact. I would not be able to give a concrete example yeah. of it, but mm-hmm. I know for sure Jess took the blame for shit that I did, mm-hmm. and I took the blame for shit she did. It's just the way, the trade-off. That's how it goes. Yeah, you know, like that that soup du jour of the month, you know, my mom was pissed off at me, so Jess took mm-hmm. the blame for something dumb I did, and right. vice versa. I, I, compl- I agree. I'm sure it happened, but, like, Nothing's coming to mind because I think I just like you chalk it up as a W when you're a kid. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's hard to remember because you're just like, got it, did yeah. it. <laughs> Kobe. You're like, thank God I didn't get in trouble because yeah. I've been in trouble. Yeah, but I guarantee you, who knows is Jess or my brother or like the person who got screwed. <laughs> they definitely know the stories. Those are the people that you're supposed to ask at this question. Um, Rich, you have any uh, examples of this? Uh, me personally, but my sister one time uh, went like to my brother. And just started crying and bawling her eyes out. My dad comes in. What? He hit me. He hurt me. My brother didn't do anything to her. <laughs> right. He, he, he punishes my brother, sends him to his room, whatever. Sister grabs the, the remote and starts watching TV. <laughs> my, mom, my mom comes home. Or my mom comes out. I was like, what happened? And my dad tells her. And mom's like, did Eric come down here and ask? And he's like, no. And she asked Jensen. Just like no, he didn't actually do that. <laughs> so she sold your dad out. Like that was yeah, all yeah, ploy yeah. to make your dad look like an asshole. I, I, I mean, yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know anything in particular besides that. Um, I don't even personally remember that instance. My mom has just told that story a few times. 
but yeah, I'm sure I might have done something or yeah, no, we were mostly good kids. Hmm. Strapping young, <laughs> strapping young children. Yes, the Sweeten clan. We were. Don't laugh at that, Vince. <laughs> Tim, what about you? Um, uh, no, because <laughs> being the youngest of four. I learned a lot from my siblings in uh, what not to do mm-hmm. because they got caught doing fucking everything. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you're, so, you were perfect. You saw every every mistake. And you knew how not part. to make them. Yeah, so for the most no, part, no, no. With, with us how, anyway. You knew how not to get caught. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> so for us, it was like if we fucked up enough to get caught, it was very obvious that it was one, like who it was. Mm-hmm. There wasn't like we never did the – uh, he hit me and he didn't hit me, which is hilarious because I saw a Reddit meme about that today. Like today, so I thought that was super funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I for the most part, it, if something went wrong, it's just like, nah, it was me. And like we know, we just wanted you to admit it. Like, God damn it! <laughs> just wanted to see it on your face. Uh, Sean, what about you? I don't think so. Be- only because I, I don't. I know that I never. I don't think I ever did that to my siblings because I was so much older than them. Mm-hmm. It would be like I w- the things that I was doing wrong were not the things that they were doing wrong because mm-hmm. my sister is that my the next uh, oldest sibling is six years younger than me. So like, okay. um, she's not at you know at two. Yeah. I'm like watching Power Rangers. And yeah, like <laughs> punching holes in the wall. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. but I do I I do know I got yelled at a lot. For like, I should know better when they did stuff wrong. That was that was how it I think played out for me more than oh, okay. me getting the, them in trouble. I would get in trouble when they did dumb shit when I was supposed to be watching. Them. You didn't stop them. Yeah, <laughs> so you know they're not supposed to be pl- like juggling knives. And I'm like, Come on. <laughs> how will they learn how yeah. sharp knives are? They're never gonna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is to put put their fingers by the fire. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, to to play off that. Have you ever done something you should have gotten in trouble for and just straight up didn't and got praised for, kind of? What? So, for instance... That's a hell of a trick. For instance, my brother and other people were tormenting me, and I ended up punching my brother straight in the nose, causing it to bleed. I don't think I broke it, but I... And I was, we were young. This was like Sega Genesis era, and that, mm-hmm. that plays a part into it. Um, I punch him in the nose. It starts to bleed. He goes in, gets it taken care of. My parents call me and ask me, why'd you do that? I'm like, well, they were bothering me and tormenting me, and I didn't actually mean to fully punch him in the nose. I wanted to do one of those cartoon things where you go right to the nose and then just poke it or something. <laughs> and they were like, okay, all right, well, you're not allowed outside. Well, can I play Sega? Yeah, go ahead. All right. <laughs> First mistake. <laughs> just not understanding that. I don't think I ever had one where I did something wrong and, like, somehow, like – got the turnaround to where the turnabout where I was like, yeah, this has actually worked out well for me. Yeah. Like, I, I, nothing like that is coming to mind for me. How about you guys? I can't think of anything. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah. But, um, when I was in high school, in one of my classes, we had a final paper due that I just didn't do it. I was just like, nah. And my teacher brought me in t- into class after school one day and was like, Sean, like, where's this paper? It's like, you know, 30% of your grade. And I was like, I did it. <laughs> and she was like and she it was her first i feel really bad about this now but it was her first year teaching and so i was like no i did i handed it to you i did this paper and she was like no maybe i left it at home or something I'm like maybe you did <laughs> so i gotta you be on i gotta, I gotta be beautiful. on that paper <laughs> because the person alphabetically above me got to be on that paper. Yes, yes. She was, she was just like, hedge the bet. She probably did it. Yeah. I probably lost it. So I feel bad about that now. But at the time, I was like, woo. Wow. Because I would have failed that class. <laughs> God. Oh, Dude, that, that, that's epic. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it, it is, but it is because I did guess like that teacher. And <laughs> I, I would not do that today. I would just, you know, take yeah. my uh, whatever. Take it on the chin. Yeah. Little little sidebar. Speaking of gaslighting, I have to tell you, I have to admit, I'm very sad that I'm gonna be missing the uh, Bachelorette tonight because <laughs> Becky has got me hooked on this show. All right, where's this I'm going? So deep into this, it's like two episodes left in the season, okay. and I'm just like, yeah, 
there's a lot of drama going on. Okay, it's been I'm missing it to record this. So. I, well, I, we I, appreciate <laughs> it. You're, yeah, you're making the ultimate sacrifice for the Brose listeners. This, yeah, I'll this, watch it on demand tomorrow. This mm-hmm. season of the the Bachelorette, right? Yes. Is like I'm hearing so much about Dude, it more than I've. It's shit. been on forever, and it really fell off for a while. And this year, yeah, it's no, just it's, like <laughs> Becky. So Becky got me hooked on like you know watching the first five episodes. There's so much shit that happens. And it's just hilarious because it's either guys trying to one up each other or it's women acting like bitches, and it's funny and it's a lot of drama. But this season has been like drama all the way through because mm-hmm. she kept this guy going from week to week who was clearly gaslighting her like the entire uh, time, oof. and it's just it's I had is sex it Luke? Jesus loves it's, me. <laughs> it's God. been so juicy, and it yeah. That's bonkers. But, so they have the the men tell all is tonight. So oh okay okay yeah. okay yeah. okay. This is a friend of the show. D Dot Bennett is probably watching that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So sorry about the Bachelorette. Um, or is it the Bachelor or Bachelorette now? It's the Bachelorette. It's the Bachelorette. Okay, right, all right. Hannah B. My only exposure to the Bachelorette is either a when uh, my aforementioned friend and roommate David Bennett was watching it and I was the president of the house, or b um the the Ringer the the sports and pop culture website that I that I like and listen to a lot of their podcasts the any podcast i listen to whether it's basketball football what have you they always throw it in there it's like all right it's bachelorette recap night <laughs> it's like every <laughs> podcast they advertise their bachelorette show because it gets freaking huge ratings so yeah yeah um the next question what did you name your first car does your current car have a name and what is it Did you guys? <laughs> I mean, Sean's got one chambered. I I, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I just call my cars the Casmobile. Um, and so it was Casmobile 1.0, Casmobile 2.0, Casmobile 3.0. Um, so I'm on 3.0 now, but that's really the extent of it because I'm hilarious. And, you know. Uh, how about you guys? Um, what was my first two cars? I don't think I named, but my Caliber, the one I had before the Sonic, it was Carly the Caliber. Oh. Hmm. And then the Sonic is the Chevy Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, that makes just, sense. So gotta gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> the the G six that my dad gave me, um, I don't think I named, but I I like called it she and like stroked the ja- dashboard a lot when mm-hmm. I wanted it to like do nice things. Mm-hmm. Just like good girl. <laughs> um, but the the first car that I bought, which is the car that I still have, my Dart. I call sexy because dad ass in the back is. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> you bought your dart no, no, for I the didn't, trunk. I didn't, I didn't buy it for that yeah. reason. I named it for that reason. Leave the tailpipe alone. The thing yeah. is, <laughs> oh, the thing is, the Dodge Dart like rear lights look like a Cyclops's eye visor. Mm-hmm. So you're just saying that Cyclops is sexy. Mm. No. I'm saying that's a i mean and the car valid. usually responds to me. if you see you staring at the no, car you just yeah, hello yeah. my headlights are up yeah. here everybody can act like <laughs> they see, wouldn't that's, fuck that's james marsden night. but <laughs> it's only at night but during the day it's nice round ass on that thing <laughs> tim tim save us please oh my god i watched this episode of my strange addiction <laughs> <laughs> um I'm still in the same car, and I never really. It, it's a Tiburon, and I just always called it the Tibby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, Tiburon's nothing such clever. a good name. Yeah. yeah. Tibbs. Yeah. What I think is funny is my mom used to always call it the Shark, mm-hmm. not knowing that Tiburon is actually the word for shark. Like it was just completely coincidental. It was she had no I think she was like, "Yeah, call it the Shark." <laughs> like, oh, what a clever name! I told name. her that. Why? And blew her fucking mind. <laughs> That's wild, man. Uh, and now Sean. I did. I had uh, so my first car. I had a like my parents let me use their cars. We didn't. They didn't have names. But then I inherited an '86 Chevy Caprice Classic named Barabbas. It was somebody in high school was just like it's Barabbas, and I was like, that's a great name for a car, <laughs> and it has the the correct amount of weight for a Chevy Caprice. Mm-hmm. And then my my car now I don't. I think has a name, but mm-hmm. I don't like it, so I don't. I have not committed it to memory, so I have to think of a name. So listeners name my car yes. it is a 20 something 2015 maybe mm-hmm. uh hyundai accent yeah does Blue. not have to have a biblical name but it no could. but it could yeah it could <laughs> call it job Ooh. like if uh, that may be cursing <laughs> it's a couple problems yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe um, not job no, maybe not job something else um any other car name related thoughts anecdotes anything like that no no uh, i miss i miss my car I, my uh 
You have a shrine to Barabbas. In I your do house. have like, a my mom. So my mom sold it to because it just got too much to handle. Like for me, in terms of upkeep, because it's just that's old. What you were driving when I first met you, right? Yeah, it's mm. the big dude. That thing was a boat. It was <laughs> awesome. It was a great <laughs> car. A it, it, it was. It, it had like a hundred. 50,000 miles on it was dope. Mm. But uh, it, it became too much because, like, parts are kind of expensive. But it is all mechanical, so the maintenance wasn't that uh, pricey. But I couldn't keep I couldn't keep up with it, so uh, we sold it to another family member who, like, works on cars and is re- and is restoring it. But, I like, I miss that every single day. I loved that car so much. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so comfortable. It's a beautiful vehicle. Yeah. All right. The next question. What does your favorite shirt look like? Your favorite shirt, your go-to. My wife's favorite shirt of mine is the one that it's like a blue shirt and it looks like it has tampons all over it. Oh, we have the same shirt. We do have the same shirt. <laughs> right. It's yeah. your wife's oh. favorite shirt for you is the yeah. tampon shirt. That's, yeah. All right. I'd be loath not to mention the tampon shirt. Well, of course. <laughs> uh, I've got like a green button down that just like looks really nice on me. And that tends to be my go-to shirt for like social events and stuff that I have to look a little bit nicer. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could maybe say that's my favorite. Okay. Um, thinking of all the t-shirts I've got, though, uh, I, I, I've I got too many good t-shirts. They're, I can't pick a favorite on those. <laughs> How about you, Vinny? Um, I can tell you my wife's least favorite shirt, <laughs> which makes it my favorite shirt sure. even more. Um, my Cookie Monster shirt. And underneath Cookie Monster, it says, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> and the shirt is longer than a normal t-shirt, just a little bit, so mm. it can fit all the nom, nom, nom on there. <laughs> I love that shirt. <laughs> Becky hates it. Yeah. Um, Why does she hate the shirt? Because it's childish, and it's 12-year-old me. Every time I put it on, I'm like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> run, run. So no good nom, reason. Nom, nom, just, nom, you know. She doesn't like you being happy. That's what I took away from her. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. No, I mean, well, I am the cookie monster, too, you Put a plate mm-hmm. of chocolate chip cookies in front of me. I would eat all of them, even after eating like a five course meal. You didn't have to wear it to your rehearsal dinner, though. And that's probably also why she hates it. I didn't wear that to rehearsal dinner. I know it's it's yeah. <laughs> it's, called, it's called a bit, Vince. Let's go. Yeah, let's just, just, try to keep up. Yes, and yes, and yes, and yes, and improv. You missed your ground. I'm not good at improv. So. It was it was the Cookie Monster <laughs> snapback that really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, that's what you do. You don't go. Actually, I wore a bow tie and a dress shirt. You were there, Matt. You know this. What's the problem? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, but instead. <laughs> yeah, I don't. But I don't know. Like, if I have a, a favorite one shirt that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some of my emails started popping up on Tim's screen, but, uh, Tim, while we're figuring out how to get my emails off the screen, can you tell us about your favorite shirt? Um, well, my favorite shirt that currently doesn't fit because I need to lose weight is, uh, it's just a plain black shirt with white lettering that says, I like to let my mind wander, but it never comes back. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, but as far as favorite current shirt that fits, uh, I'd probably say my Mingo shirt. Oh My button down Mingo's. We bought a bunch of flamingo shirts for uh, button ups for Firefly. Oh yeah, the yeah. Mingo shirt. I love yeah. that shirt. It's a quality and, shirt. And I wore mine down to uh, my brother's wedding down in Cancun. Yeah. <laughs> and by the end of the week, and there was like six other people who went and bought flamingo shirts, and I was like, I'm a trendsetter. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was it was fantastic. I'm just trying to figure out if I can uh, wear it to work on Casual Friday because they have they're like oh, mildly yeah. stringent. But it's casual Friday. I mean, the flamingos, as long as it's a button-up, it looks sort of professional. Yeah, I mean, yeah. button-down works. Yeah. I have a, a button-down bacon and egg shirt uh-huh. and a button-down um, popsicle with the USA popsicle on it. Mm-hmm. Those are fun. Nice. Mm-hmm. I let my, I just let my, my, my dad, Big Ron, uh, borrow the, uh, the flamingo shirt because – so he sent me a message last week and said he had a Hawaiian shirt theme, like a, like a meeting or an outing of some sort for work, and he was asking – do you have a Hawaiian shirt I could borrow? Because I don't want to spend twenty dollars on a shirt I'm only going to wear once. Like, was it a bunch of middle-aged men in this meeting? Of course I mean... it was. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I said I don't have any Hawaiian shirts, but I do have this, and I took a picture of it. And he was like, "Yeah, great." And so I then had to bring it to the office and then meet him like at lunch. He was going to drive across town because he works in a building across from me, and um, and so I had to like smuggle it out of my car and hand it off in like you know the parking lot of my office. This freaking flamingo shirt on a hanger. <laughs> to my 60-year-old father, uh, which is great. You got the goods, man. Yeah, it was exactly like that. Because he was, like, waiting in the lobby. Like, I got caught on a phone call or something. So he was like, I got to get going. I'm like, no, wait, I've got your shirt. (laughs) 
Um, my favorite shirt is probably my uh, my Rights to Ricky Sanchez uh, shirt with Sam Hinkie's photo on it. It's not 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 Sam Hinkie's photo, but they did a painting of him in the Barack Obama hope style. Um, Sam Hinkie is the former general manager of the Sixers and the best thing that ever happened to the team. And uh, <laughs> and uh, he was forced out essentially, and so the he's gained cult status among a certain group of Sixers fans that I ascribe to. And he wrote a like fourteen page resignation letter, uh, explaining boy. like his whole. It's very like Silicon Valley tech bro kind of like if it wasn't for my team, I'd be making fun of it, mm-hmm. um, sort of thing. But he included a quote, and it was like, "Building a team is uh, one part courage and two parts patience," and it's uh, the quote is on the shirt underneath <laughs> the picture of him, and it's great because it's so dumb, but it it gets either complete befuddlement in terms of a reaction or people go like trust the process man <laughs> like they know exactly what it is so that's probably my favorite shirt i, I thought of my favorite t-shirt okay. and we're gonna go super into the nerd nerd dome right here it's a charmander dressed as a black mage mm. oh i do like i like that shirt it's a cute I love one that shirt. It's quality it's shirt. adorable okay yes it's a good it. one yeah yeah the charmander's a cute one yeah is it you or, or charlie that has the one where like Charmander's in your pocket. I have I have one with Charmander in my pocket, and yeah. I have another one where it's all the evolutions mm. in the pocket, and then the pocket is ripped, and you see Evie's tail coming out the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's cute. Yeah, and my favorite my favorite shirt is any of my Golden Girl shirts. Yeah, because I every time I wear them, pretty much somebody is like, "Man, I love that show." And I'm like, <laughs> everyone fucking loves that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Now you get a lot of like Golden Girls. I was at I I we ordered Mary and I ordered some food from like uh, some bar or something and I went to pick it up and when I was there two extraordinarily drunk middle aged women were like who's your favorite and I got to take a picture with you they're not gonna believe this like yeah they won't believe that a fucking thirty year old dude wore a Golden Girls shirt have you met I will say my Golden Girls shirt is one of my favorite shirts it is have you met anybody who hates the Golden Girls like just despises it I think it is either apathy or or I, maybe not even ap- apathy is like too strong a word, but it's, it's not just even like, on your radar. Yeah, it's just like I don't care about it at all, or I'm into it. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think I've ever met anyone who like actively dislikes it. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's just like the writing's terrible. Like you kind of know. Like it's one of those shows that like it's it's quality, but like also it's like you come into it with a certain set of expectations. Yeah. And it's like yeah, yeah this and, is still good. It's from the '80s, so you know. right. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit problematic. That but too. What are you going to do? It's yeah. good. It's so good. So here we are. Uh, this question is a little lengthy it's a thick boy it's a thick boy and it's submitted by uh my mother <laughs> uh and i i, I already <laughs> kind of know this uh so How's mayor pete it's yeah <laughs> recently a man who's mayor pete Buttigieg. No, uh, no. uh recently a man who was about my age or maybe a little older was at the checkout in front of me at the grocery store uh we interacted a little said a few words and then he turned to me and said quote you should smile more You'd look prettier if no. you smile. Oh my, oh my god! I saw this on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is yeah. That, that's why I'm laughing. So uh, I'm surprised that a man would still say this to a woman in 2019. I think his statement <clears throat> implies that one, I care about what the stranger thinks about my appearance. <laughs> Two, he feels entitled enough to assume that I would alter my behavior so that I could achieve the goal of looking more attractive. In his opinion, would you, you, or would you, or have you ever said something like this to a woman? Now. Let me go. This is fucking brutal. It's <laughs> brutal. <laughs> what? That My... that 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 happened like yeah. in the year of our Lord 2019. Yeah. Someone like cause that's so fucking cliche. This is, this is not an, to excuse it in any way, but full disclosure, my my mother lives in Kentucky. And so there, there is a certain, I believe that there's not a little bit an more. Excuse. It's not yeah. an excuse. I'm no. trying to add a little color to this. Yeah. So. For, it's like the Golden Girls. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it is like you the Golden You expect a little bit. It doesn't make it okay, but you're like, uh No, but it is certainly like, you know, you run into this every so often. Like we had an Uber driver. Uh, we, were in, we were in Pittsburgh this past weekend for our anniversary. And uh, we had an Uber driver who was. Uh, a very nice man. Uh, you and your wife were in Pittsburgh, not yes. you and your mother. I'm sorry, not me and my mother. <laughs> no, no, no. My wife and I were in Pittsburgh for our anniversary, and we had an Uber driver. Uh, very nice guy, and at some point he was talking about, like, we were passing by um, a house that had a bunch of furniture out at the curb. And he said something along the lines of, like, uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a sofa down in my basement I got to get rid of, you know. And I was like, oh, yeah, why is that? He's like, well... You know, I kind of like it, but my 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 wife uh, doesn't like it. You know how women are. They once they set their minds to something, I'm just like, oh, 
I've only got like four blocks. Because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I, I, like, because you're at that point where it's like, boy, this sucks. But like, I'm not gonna like barrel roll out of the car. Or, like, yeah. I was just like, oh man. And I, I, I openly said like, oh come on, man. And, 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 he just, and he just went on with it. Like he just went on with his thing. So it is. It's sort of one of those like cringy kind of things. But to get back to the the original point, uh, would you or have you ever said something like this to a woman? I, I would presume that the answer is no. Has this ever happened to you though? I never would. I might have in the past. I can't think mm-hmm. of it per se, but like, and when I was younger, and, or like, maybe trying to impress a girl in like my teens, I might or have... trying to impress your guy friends. Yeah, to be like, you know, I yeah, like I... like inadvertent, like trying to fail by saying like you you look pretty, but might have accidentally like, well, you know, you if you did this, you'd look very very pretty, or like. Mm-hmm. Something stupid. Like I'm sure I might have said something like that, right? Without the intention of making it seem as the way it would seem. And nowadays, I never would say something mm-hmm. like that. That's mm-hmm. just no. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you I guys. Don't, I don't think I've ever said it. Just you know, being not completely oblivious to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I have said it before. Ironically, like I joke about it all the time. Mm-hmm. I purposely put emphasis on it. And pretend like, you to be... should smile more. Well, yeah, and I, I say that to my friends too. Mm-hmm. Like all right. my female friends will, you know, right. purposely mm-hmm. be misogynistic because you all we're kind of know. And you can joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you all, you know that that has happened in the past. You've had that kind of experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tim, uh, I've definitely never said it because that implies that you would have enough confidence about yourself that you should be giving other people tips on how to live their life and yeah. how to be better. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But I, I I think it's crazy that this happens in 2019, but also I'm assuming this guy is over the age of 45 and anyone, in my experience, more or less anyone over the age of 40 is set in their ways, gives zero fucks about etiquette or anything that's come up recently Mm-hmm. on the male side and, and, and they're just like fuck it you're all just being uh you're all just being snowflakes mm-hmm. simmer the fuck down and this is who i am if you don't like it then you're just being a bitch and so the question is then how do you react to it when that happens because like in, in my situation what's that yeah it's like when, when like with my situation in the uber it's just like oh man but also i only have to deal with you for another like two minutes like yeah. what what, uh, what do you yeah. is, is how is much of a fight do i want to get into yeah is this the hill yeah. that i'm gonna go on like what if 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 you had observed that happening, would you? I, I know what's the right thing. Oh, you want to? Here's here's a. Uh, so, I don't think I've ever done it. I probably made mm-hmm. girls feel uncomfortable because, like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know, and I, you know, I think all of us have like mm-hmm. said something that somebody, you know, not on purpose. But I remember. So I remember the first time that I was I was walking with my friend Katie. We were like fourteen. It was me, this other guy, and her. We we're just walking down the street, and some dudes drove by, and we're like, "Yo, drop the zeros, get with the hero." And I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, <laughs> dude, <laughs> it was crazy. And we were for, we were children, and mm-hmm. they were old enough to be driving. So like, Jesus gross. Yeah. But but I. So here's something. Do you remember? We went to Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't remember when. It was okay. recently. Do you remember? When, when uh, why did we go to it was for um oh so for, sean and i went for our homecoming. homecoming yeah yeah so we went to uh near uh Pit, there is this bar that's like in the middle of a field yeah the porch yes it's the uh, porch. shenley park yeah we were at the porch and i was we were like on we were on the porch at the yeah. porch there's also an inside dining area one of the guys and i don't know who he was went up to one of the servers and un like did undid her bra like through her shirt, like to her bra, and she like had to run away so she didn't like expose that herself. Happened? Yeah, wow. and I saw it happen, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do in this situation, because yeah. like, what am I? I don't know if they know each other, yeah. And like, I'm not trying to get in a fight with this guy who's obviously has the fucking gall to do that in the public. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I going? And then he went. I think he went into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So like, he works there, and I'm like. What do I do? Yeah. Like I don't know, and I feel bad. To, I still feel bad about it. Obviously, yeah. years later. Yeah, sure. And because because I'm like, what do what do we do? How mm. do you handle that? Do you mm. insert yourself into that situation? Mm. Will that make it worse for that girl? Yeah. Or like, do you just kind of be like, you know, fuck that guy to yeah. yourself, and then on a podcast that 80 people listen yeah. to? Yeah. <laughs> but like, seriously, fuck that guy. Yeah. Specifically. Did, did you ever think of like telling management or something? Well, that's the thing too. I don't know where he is on the chain. Like, if he is yeah. management, then like I'm. Might be fucking that girl over and i don't mm-hmm. know what the structure is like it 
it is I don't know what the right move was. I don't right. I know I don't think not saying anything was the right move, but I mm-hmm. don't know what it was cuz I don't mm-hmm. want to make things harder for a girl who se- it seems aren't going great for. Well, especially in a situation like that, it's it's like no matter what you do, you're you're walking along the edge and you're going to fall over mm-hmm. doing pretty much anything that mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. So it's kind of like I think yeah. I think in in retrospect, I should have gone to management and been like, "Yo, I just saw this happen." It's fucked up, even if he is management. Yeah. Like you don't need to be at a point in that, it. especially in that situation where yeah. you're going up and like, you know, tapping the guy on the shoulder and going like, "Yo, fucked up." Yeah, man. like, but that—that's yeah. the point of the guy having a boss of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but so, but yeah, but I—I I think it is—it is in when you're in that situation, you see something like that happen, especially something like that, which is like so egregious. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to like. I, I think it's really hard to figure out it's hard to be confrontational what, yeah what the it. move like, is because yeah. it's like i'm not a part of this but i don't it's not good that that's happening yeah there's no answer key it's not like uh you see somebody do this and then in every situation you yeah. go up and like yell at the guy who perpetrated it mm-hmm. um you know like you said in some instances that might have made it worse for her so yeah. I, I, it happened uh uh two weekends ago with me i was somebody i'm not going to get into details because i'm sure person is centered around probably wouldn't necessarily want this to be out on the air Somebody said in my general vicinity something that a lot of people would think as is unsavory, and my response was, "Oh," and I just walked away because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, "I'm not gonna get into this. Like, mm-hmm. it's not something you should say, but I'm just gonna walk away." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes all you can do. I mean, yeah. uh, any other thoughts on this this subject? Yeah, I think maybe in in the situation with your mom, like if I'm the next person in line, mm-hmm. I think that a move would be like to go to your mom and be like hey that was super shitty i'm sorry yeah yeah, yeah. like then i don't know I, to tim's well, point you're not going to change the the behavior yeah. of every you know i don't want to but at the same time i don't want to not all men your mom yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like, hey, excuse me yeah, or, or yeah. any woman to be yeah. like listen we're not all shitheads like that guy yeah no. <laughs> but so, like yeah so going back to the facebook post the reason i was laughing when you started reading this was because i posted a gif and i forget what show it's from but it's just a girl like smiling, but it's like a really dumb, like derpy sure. smile, like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I think <laughs> it's like somebody who's learning to smile for the yeah, first it's time. Like... Yeah. Yeah. So it's Tim's like... screen froze, by the way. Oh, did it? <laughs> oh, good. It's not just this on my screen. <laughs> no, no. But I like this look. But, yeah. You know, it's. I like... just see Vince's hand. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, you know, you could do something like that, or uh, like I. You know, I was with Becky one time. Um, this wasn't a smiling thing, but you know, guys stare at women like, mm-hmm. like creepy fifty-year-old men just stare at women whenever the hell they want. Mm-hmm. And we were pulling into Wawa at a pump, and this guy was standing at the pump, just like staring at Becky, and she was driving. Mm-hmm. And like as she's parking the car, we had the windows up, but she still like looked him dead in the mm-hmm. eye and like just screamed, "Take a, take a picture! It'll last longer!" Oh, like right Christ. at his face. And then you know, he yeah. like turned away she was like oh my god yeah i finally yeah. was able to do that yeah my wife, my I wife did it. but it, you know it's something like where you're where you're in a public setting and someone does something stupid like that that's what you mm-hmm. have to do you have to either call it out you yeah. have to call it out or you know do something so ridiculous like smile mm-hmm. like a fucking creeper mm-hmm. you yeah. know make him seem like an idiot yeah and i've had my my, my my wife works at the hospital and like she's the stories that i get from that where it's like people coming in and asking like where the real pharmacist is and shit like that. Like is, it is incredible. Some of the stuff that happens. And, uh, I, I think at this point we probably have to move on, but I, this is not gonna be the last time we discuss no. stuff like this. I, well, I think it, it is hard though, because it is so far outside of our realm. Like we yes. see it happen, but any woman that we know it's happened to infinity times. And it's just like a thing they live with. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's that's crazy. It's yep. so crazy to me. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Bonker noodles. Um, this next question is, were you ever goth or emo? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I, no, I think skater I, boy. <laughs> skater boy. I think I was like somebody who thought it would be cool to s- describe themselves as emo, but I was never really like, uh, no, it was like one of those things I was like, oh man, I'm emo. Cause I listened to like good Charlotte or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of good Charlotte, the yeah. young and the restless, I 
have been re-listening to it. Young and the Hopeless. Oh, Young and the Hopeless. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 that, that, that is not a soap opera. I've been re-watching the Sorry, <laughs> Let me tell you. I've been, Benji I've been listening incredible. to it a lot for like the past six months. Yeah. And it's just like, that album, is. I feel, is so underrated. It's a good pop like, album. Like, if you go back and listen to it, it's so good. I have a hard time listening to it again. Like, like the, the lyrics are what you'd expect from, you know, that era well, yeah, of it's pop, a pop punk. It's a pop punk band mm. from the early 2000s. But, like, yeah, but it's... It's good. It's a good pop record. Yeah, I, I definitely spun that a ton when I was in was in middle school and high school. I I hated on Good Charlotte just because just to hate on them, mm-hmm. but I mm. now love them, and I'm like, man. So you, <laughs> I didn't. I I should have embraced my mm. emo ness back then. <laughs> so you were the hipster before there were hipsters. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tim, were you ever goth or emo? I don't recall you going through any of these periods when I knew you. Uh, I I wouldn't say I subscribed to any part individual label which is funny because a couple of the guys i went to cfs with tried to label me Mm -hmm. but the problem is i could easily be prep i could easily be skater boy Mm -hmm. i could easily be jock and like they couldn't nail anything down uh i definitely listened to all the music and it hit me on a personal level but i wasn't going to put black eyeliner on Mm -hmm. wear all the hot topic clothes and then just be like Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and get that emo fringe going on. That was never going to happen. But uh, I still enjoy a lot of that music. I so. did that as a as a Halloween costume. I drove. I made my brother dressed up and like put on like the makeup and the spiked hair and the red and everything. We had our Avenged Sevenfold t-shirts and the guitars and everything. Um, so maybe the answer then is no, because I took that as a Halloween costume. <laughs> um, but uh, to, to, as Tim said, I, I enjoyed a lot of the music of that era that would fall into... I, I would say more of the like mainstream side of things. I wasn't like I wasn't listening to a ton of like Sunny Day Real Estate when I was in high school. Um, like I wasn't aware of it, but like I sure knew who Dashboard Confessional was. Yeah, so yeah. damn right. No, yeah. I think I was I was like friends with a lot of people who identified as emo, but I remember feeling like they were all wearing sadness like it was a costume and i was like this is this is really pretentious and i was very pretentious then but like no but i was like you guys don't know what being depressed really is and like because that's because like that kind of overt like you know like the cut my wrists and black my eyes hawthorne heights depression isn't what it's really like generally it's like more subtle than that right and so it's not a rousing anthem yeah so i was like yeah i was like you need to fucking chill and like but i mean now i know like I, I wouldn't do that now because it's like, you know, you, you deal with stuff differently. But, like, at the time, I was like, you guys don't fucking know yeah, what it's know like what to it be is. sad. No, <laughs> like, no. who are you talking about? You go into $50,000 a year high school. Shut up. <laughs> so <laughs> sad. Up. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I would say I was friends with a lot of emo. I never really dressed that way. Mm-hmm. But uh, I listened to all that music, like The Used. And yes. That, that was so it, good. That was a great time for mm-hmm. emo and punk music music mm-hmm. yes like when we were in middle school Definitely. and high school yeah. i've listened to a lot yeah. of motion city soundtrack lately and that is oh they're coming good. back yeah i saw they were doing a comeback tour yeah yeah um good, good some, on them Smart, one 41? of the smarter bands some 41 just released an album on friday yeah they did it's fucking heavy metal it is it's good it's good, good. <laughs> oh man uh, they put out two uh, albums like how this is now. he still alive the guy derek well, that's Wembley? why it's all <laughs> heavy metal now it's like well fuck it if i'm barely alive like i may as well and they brought back the old guitarist who can shred like yeah. it, they put out some absolute thumpers like, yeah, it was, they put out uh, good stuff they had they had underclass hero in 2007 which was garbage and then screaming bloody murder was okay but the last two which was uh 13 mm-hmm. voices and this one i don't remember what this one's order called. and decline order and decline they're just really heavy yeah awesome just albums. riffs yeah. and like yeah it's 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 surprisingly good mm-hmm. yeah senses um, fails putting out an album this year Ooh. are they okay i mean it's all over their twitter they haven't named it yet but they're like we got 13 tracks we're ready to go oh, okay <laughs> you know what was one of the crazy things about that era of music was the drummers were so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. the Travis Barker, the dude from Yellow Card is so good. Yeah, LP. The, the guy from Sum 41, yeah. the old one, was so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. He's like a realtor now. I looked him up, the, the drummer from Sum 41, the guy who did, like, the, the, the rapping, too. Yeah. Like, he's like, he just sells real estate in good Canada for him. now. Good yeah. for him. <laughs> he landed I'm, on his feet. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> um, and, any other thoughts on the goth emo thing? No. God seemed uncomfortable to me. Yeah, that seems like it's too much upkeep. I, I was, 
I was a cross between goth punk and emo. Like, I didn't do the makeup. I didn't do the, like, um, color, like, the black dyed hair. But, like, it was always all black. It was always, like, band shirts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I went to emo night, or goth night, every Wednesday for, like, six months. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, 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 I lived it. And, yeah. I mean, emo, mm-hmm. emo's not a phase. It's a lifestyle, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to skateboard a lot in, mm-hmm. in uh, high school. Like, I'd, like, throw myself downstairs and stuff. Ooh. I was an idiot. <laughs> I was a dumb idiot. So you're Johnny Nashville. Yeah, like. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, just remember this um, before we go to the next question. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. The Japanese anime character. I haven't seen it. There's a there's a <laughs> Japanese anime Spider-Man. I think there she's in the trailer. Spider Girl. Uh, Penny, um, Penny, Penny Parker. Penny Parker. Yeah. Uh, was made by Gerard Way. From oh Michael yeah, Blair. really? Yeah, which, and he also did a uh, Umbrella Academy, which yeah, is did. an he amazing did show. It was on Netflix. quite good. Yeah. I, I can't wait for season. It's it. really, really. I would 100 yeah, percent recommend it. The actual graphic novels so much better. Oh, is it okay? I haven't read the graphic novel, but. I, I got assume, it. You can I borrow assume. it. Listen, he's an, he was an artist before. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. We have one more question. It's a fast one. Nice. Good. Good. I really got to piss. We need fast. What is your cell phone background slash wallpaper? It is Majestic Harp. It is an awesome magic harp that I eventually want to get tattooed onto me. Interesting. Just, All right. Just some artsy fartsy like black colors and waves and shit. Uh, my lock screen is a llama. No surprise there. There you mm-hmm. go. Uh, my background is Becky holding a very large balloon. <laughs> How large are we talking? We're we're talking like four times the size of her head. At least. <laughs> Can confirm it is a big balloon. It's a large balloon. Yeah, that's a comically large balloon. Sean, what is your? Uh, my like my home screen is a picture of me and Mary, mm-hmm. and my lock screen is a picture of a weasel, a very beautiful <laughs> weasel. It is very majestic. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It was a. Uh, this so the reason that it is this is because many moons ago and when we had our first fight like our first real fight where mm-hmm. it was like i need to like we need to separate uh mary proceeded to send me that picture of a weasel on every single social media app that i have like instagram pinterest facebook wow all of them Later wow. yeah because she was because she felt like we that was the first time we ever had a fight and so i keep that there as like a reminder to be like chill Nice. Like, it's not, like it's fucked out. Yeah, it's fine. And what it was also a dumb thing. Yeah, <laughs> we fought about. My lock screen is a picture of me um, picking up and hugging my wife uh, after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, and the lo- the uh, wallpaper is the the cover art for Never Ender by Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> nice. So nice. very on brand for both. <laughs> um, so those are all the questions, guys. Uh, before we go on, we talked about this before the show. Um, Vince, we're kicking it over to you. For Vince's views, as we discussed, you're prepared, you're ready for this. Vince's I'm views. I'm definitely not prepared. No, 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 Vince, you're ready no. for this. Yes, uh, and it, you, know, you got views. this, bro. Because listen, we, we 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 told you about this. We absolutely emailed you about this beforehand. So again, our popular segment, Vince's views. <laughs> Dude, this is so fitting because I love Seinfeld. And... I'm sorry, I'm waiting for a take, Vince. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to ask me questions. No, we need a hot take. Yeah, okay, hot take. take. As an avid yeah, listener of the show, you would know that this is the part where we just be a hot take. Okay, hot take. Uh, with all the extreme weather recently, we should start calling climate change climate crisis because it is a crisis at this point. <laughs> now, see, now we know Vince doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's way too hardcore for, for what we're going through. You told me to give you a hot take. This yeah. is a regular take. No, t- I'm not talking about the temperature, Vince. It's <laughs> <laughs> hot outside. All right, great. Well, Vince, again, uh, congratulations. Really appreciate you listening to the show and being aware of how this goes. Um, so, Sean. That, that is a valid take. It's a valid take. Yeah. It's completely valid For the record, take, that's, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, it's not that it's wrong. We just, on the way here today, we practically had a tornado in fucking New Jersey oh, yeah. again. Like, yeah. it, it was ridiculous. There's been like five, six tornado warnings just in the past two months yeah. in, in South Jersey. It's brutal. Um, Sean. Uh, where can they find Weasel Pictures from you on Twitter? Uh, they can find Weasel Pictures at Hey, it's SOB. Tim, what about you? Where can listeners find your Weasel Pictures? At Tim R. Hansen. 
Vince, uh, do you actually have a Twitter now or no? I, I had a Twitter before. Yeah, oh, okay. He, yeah, yeah, he right. made one specifically no, for the show. No, right. no, no, no I, that was I Tim. Updated oh, it. yeah, that's right. I forgot. That's <laughs> right. So your your handle, of course, is at Vince Guida's head, correct? Yes. Uh, no, it's at the underscore Guida. Okay. Let's see if that checks out. Richie, what about you? At B underscore Walnuts. And, of course, you can find me at M. Kaznell. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is available everywhere podcasts can be bought or sold. Uh, especially where the Philly Fanatic is. Uh, the podcast is always available wherever the Philly Fanatic goes. It's like he's got like a speaker in the back of his head. Rich is holding a Philly Fanatic doll, uh, for those of you who can't see, because it's an audio he's podcast. <laughs> um, so, uh, Mary O'Brien, the lovely Mary O'Brien, uh, in spite of uh, what she's going through right now, actually like raising a son, uh, still compiles her questions, which is... Uh, daughter. Son and daughter. And son and daughter. Sorry, right. my fault. Um, well, th- that's the other thing. All those questions said he... Every single one of those questions yeah. on that thing say like, "Blame well, on his back." Well, usually know. in those types of articles, they just kind of choose a pronoun and, one go, and, and go with it. with it. Yeah. So Mary is still compiling um, our our questions, uh, despite raising all of the children. Uh, Shannon Vogel uh, designed our logo, and you can find her wares on Etsy. And our theme music is "When" by Stephen Siebert, and you can find it at Free Music Archive. Richie, what's going on with PodQuest these days? Oh uh, yeah, give a listen to PodQuest. It's where all uh, podcasts are available, mm-hmm. and listen to me talk about Marvel Ultimate Alliance three a lot. Um, do we do we forget one? No, no, I okay. was I was thinking to myself. Oh, okay, all right, <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I. So, the Keystone Coast to Coast podcast is in a little bit of a uh, rebuilding phase, uh, and by that I mean we're rebuilding Eddie's laptop so that he can record the show. Uh, so, once that happens, we'll be back uh, probably right around football season uh, for, for your, your Philly and Pittsburgh sports takes, and of course I continue to edit the Under Pressure uh, podcast, The Hidden Story of Pregnancy and Preeclampsia. Um, folks, we're getting a little bit of flickering in this room. Nice. So let's get moving and get die. on the next episode. Say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Goodbye. 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 I'll see you in, uh, I'll see you in three weeks. Everybody. Yeah. Sean's, Sean's out. Sean, yeah. Sean's here for his one episode and he's going back. Bye-bye. Over I, yeah. Weeks. My contractual obligation. I'm out. Done. Vince is taking over for me. <laughs> Hasta luego. For Sean O'Brien, Tim Hanson, Vince Guida, Rich Sweeten, and the entire action moves team. Moves. My name is Matt Casnell reminding you to be smart about being stupid. Nailed it.